Welcome to the Captain Bagrat podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. You know, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it with a finger on the Asian, well, Asianish pulse. As always, we're recording from downtown Chinatown with yours truly, the mythical Madam Chan and friends. Liam, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready to record? I am ready to record. Oh, well, welcome back to downtown Chinatown. Thanks, Madam Chen. That's all right. I've got a bit of an announcement for us. An announcement? Yeah. That's exciting. Um, so we are uh, ahead of growth. We have hit over 1,000 organic downloads. Nice. Ahead of time. That's exciting. It is so exciting. It's very exciting. I know. Top listeners again are from Australia, America, and the UK. Cool. Hi, everyone in those... Countries, countries that yeah. speak English. Yay! Thank you for listening, and um, please go and download all of them a thousand times each, so that we can hit, <laughs> so we can hit a million <laughs> in next month's yeah, just, KPI. Don't listen; just download multiple times, and um, it'll work out. And we do talk about interesting stuff, like you know, unexpected Asia. We are talking about unexpected Asia this week. I've got some news surrounding uh, Myanmar and Thailand. Mm. And We're- I got Robo Dog. Robot, robo dog. Robo dog. <laughs> what is okay, cool. I, we'll I, know, I know you're fond of robo dogs. <laughs> and in Ponda Ponda, we're covering the topic of how do you meet and keep a mentor or well, a femtor? Or a femtor. Yes, right. That threw me for a loop. I had to reread femtor, and I was like, oh, that's actually quite clever. Like mentor <laughs> is that like a centaur? Is that like a centaur? <laughs> well, look, if you've got instructions on how to meet a centaur, then I'm all ears. <laughs> or womtor or a humtor. Anyway, that's enough for me. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what they are. Um, and in Secret Asians, Asian-ish, we are covering uh, two females. That's right. Which is good because... Go we, girl power. You know, we, we seem to always just either pick two men or two females or... I don't know how that works out because we don't coordinate. No, we don't share our notes. No, um, until like last minute, <laughs> which is good. It works out. But um, yeah, this week we just happened to pick two females. Excellent. It's good. All right, Liam. Aside from the mononymous... COVID-19 news all over the world, hit me with an unexpected Asian news. So in Thailand and Myanmar, like I said, it was a, um, an international day against drug abuse, right? So they have mm. this day that they celebrate. And I think as most people would know, those countries are quite strict towards drug use, right? Mm, so we're talking like illicit, illicit drugs. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Right? Um, so to celebrate that, how, how would you celebrate you know, International Day Against Drug Abuse. I would not let any of the drug abuses criminals out of prison. Okay, that's not what they did. Oh, okay. Um, what they did do was burn 144 million dollars worth of drugs. No, in, that, that's in a good big way bonfire. of celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, they actually almost burnt down uh, two houses while doing so because the place <laughs> got out of control, um, which was yeah quite funny. And, and they were burning opium, heroin, methamphetamine, marijuana, ketamine. And crystal meth, all in one big pile. Is this polluting our air by any chance? Probably, yeah. I would imagine so, right? Okay, so yeah. it evaporates and then obviously no one's going to benefit from it. I think that's the point. But I, okay. I guess the guys, like if you were standing next to that pile, like <laughs> I, I, how could you not, how could you not? <laughs> Try to have a sniff of it, yeah? Yeah. No, not even that. Like even if you didn't want to, I feel like you'd have to be pretty far away from it. And I think that's why the house is almost caught on fire because I think you need to be quite a far distance away because obviously no one's going to be like, oh, it's fine. Just stand around, you know, yeah. enjoy. It's, it's like, no, get all the way back and 
And yeah, I think that's why they were so far away from the houses that it almost got so. My, my other educated guess was that on the day of celebrating uh, the drug abuse, uh, that they were going to execute certain people <laughs> from certain countries that allow this, like Singapore. No. Oh right. No executions. Okay, that's no executions. Dark. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, not, let's not go dark. We'll, we'll, this yeah. show is about being light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Look. We're crossing the border to Thailand. Okay, good. <laughs> and in Singapore and the US of A, I've got Robo Dogs. Robo Dog. So, you know, forget Robocop. Who needs him? He's like back in the 80s or 90s. Um, enter Robo Dog. So you can grab a Robo Dog for 75,000 US dollars. And this awesome Robo Dog, not only can he dance and, and uh, do the shuffle and stuff like that, he is also capable of uh, dispensing. Sanitizer. Like hand sanitizer. Yes, like hand sanitizer. So a high-tech hound called K9 in Thailand in the supermarkets, um, it's controlled by 5G. I know I'm being controversial now. (laughs) So shoppers actually go to downtown um, Bangkok, not Chinatown, um, and these robot dogs will go, hey. Well, they probably don't go, hey. He wants this hand sanitizer. I don't know. What is a dog? How does a dog... Dog. <laughs> and it like barks at you till you take hand sanitizer. That would be a good system. It's kind of cute. Yeah, I'd, I'd take hand sanitizer. Yeah. But in Singapore, they're using robot dog called Spot uh, to patrol the parks to tell people off for not abiding their social distancing um, spaces. Okay. Which good. is, you know, very useful. Good and system, yeah. Yeah, so no one's getting, you know, you don't have to get a, a person from the authorities to do it. So you got a robot dog, which is fantastic. Uh, and over in the U.S., so Boston's uh, Brigham and Women's Hospital have been helping um, patients with the robot dog. So they mount a an iPad, a two-way radio on its back to talk to uh, patients who are suspected to have COVID. And then they do a video conference and measure the sick parent. Sick patients. So it's like a friendly thing. It's like a dog taking yeah. your measurements and talking to you instead of, okay, that's, that's cool. Right. I like it. Yeah. That's so apart cute. from the, the COVID application these days, uh, RoboDog, I think, uh, was also invented to herd sheep in New Zealand. But why do they need a robot dog to do that? Because then... normal dogs are pretty good. Normal dogs are pretty good. Yeah, but then Robo Dogs can has it has visual. Then you can um, when when it goes to the pasture if it's too far away and you don't you don't have to have the actual owner or somebody oh, there. Oh, okay, so then, it's like fully autonomous. Yeah, that's a bit sad. Like I work in the AI field. Yeah, you and do, like that, don't you? That makes me a little sad that that we're automating dogs. Like that's probably too far. Oh, but he can dance the uptown funk and do like <laughs> the, the running man. Oh, well, that's okay. Then. <laughs> that's fine. Good. Good. <laughs> Anyway, so um, buying a a, uh, robo-dog is a lot cheaper still because apparently um, a Tibetan Mastiff puppy went for $2 million. Like a real dog? Like a real dog. It must be like a really rare dog. um, Yeah. yeah, How do you... uh, Cool. I'm glad someone's spending that money on dogs. Yeah. (laughs) What about you? What's your other news? Um, It's not long, um, but Australia and New Zealand... Mm. are hosting the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. It's really exciting. Did you see that? you got to watch the video. It's very, very good. Is it? Yeah, they, they get very excited. And they're all like socially distanced, like sitting separately. And I guess, it's, and then they all like, because obviously they're Aussies and New Zealanders, right? And they all stand up and everyone's in the room, very tense, right? They're like, who's going to be? Ooh, the winner. And, um, and all the Aussies just stand up and hug. Like they're all socially <laughs> distancing. And then they just like start. It's, uh, it's very... Um, who do you think had to compete against to uh, um, host the I event? Can, there was a whole bunch, I think. Okay, um, but Australia and New Zealand came up I top. Can, I can find out. No, I that's think, all right. I think there was like, um, I actually don't know. <laughs> I, would have, I think Colombia, um, 
was the main contender. Okay. Like that was the, but it, it goes in stages. So like there'll be a whole bunch and then they just keep narrowing it down, down? to like, okay. to, I think at the end there's usually like two, two choices main, mainly yeah. as far as I know. So I think like the main, the final choice was between Australia, Australia slash New Zealand and Colombia. Yeah. Yep. Well, hopefully by then the uh, isolation and COVID uh, will situation be done. will I be hope, done. I hope in three years' time that that will all be <laughs> that will all be very far behind well, us. Well, we don't know how many waves it's going to be or how long it's going to be. Like the Spanish flu, I think there was like four waves of the Spanish flu over two years. Yeah, but we do know mm. how to get mentors. That's right, and femtors. Femtors. What's a femtor? Well, for this week's ponder ponders. we could talk about how do you meet and keep a femtor or mentor so you know mentor you know it's usually some of somebody who is quite uh intelligent obviously somebody you look up to who's going to give you some advice about life or your work and usually you know the word men are associated to a, a man yeah i never thought about because i like i like the word mentor you know i've used mm. it you know it's it's pretty important it's i work common. in startups and and i'd never thought of it like that before i'd never even like i, I don't i don't and look i didn't i didn't look up the entomology because i didn't really want to know but um <laughs> just in case i was wrong um but yeah i never Fem thought talk. of i never thought of it like i really i like yeah. the word i like the word i just merged the two words together and yeah, I did no, quick it makes, research it makes and apparently perfect sense. yeah in it the last few years it's been quite I'm popular gonna use it. Femtor. I'm gonna use it. Men, men slash femtor. Femtor. Yeah, instead of whoa. That's gonna be the 2021. Yeah, or womtor. That doesn't sound no, so good. That sounds like gross. a wombat. That sounds like a like yeah. some. I don't even know. It's, yeah, it sounds <laughs> like, like a sounds like a weird cousin of the wombat. Yeah. <laughs> we don't agree. want to be associated female mentors no, in that kind of way. Although, if you want to go looking for wombats, that's no, no, I guess you can do that. Well, apart from looking for wombat, how would you go looking for a mentor or a femtor? Do you find them from your own experience at the workplace or a pub or just through random networking events? Um, well, I found a few from different locations okay um i've have found one from a pub oh oh do tell so um a, a pub in beijing where places. I, it was it was my last week in beijing and i was i was actually like i lived um with my girlfriend at the time but i still had like an apartment at university which was like student accommodation mm. and i would sort of hang out there like two days a week on the days that i had uni and then the rest of the time i was at her house um it was my last um because exams were finishing so i was just moving all my stuff back to her house because it didn't make sense to have two locations mm. And I used to go, whenever I was like really bored and I wanted Western food, I would go to this bar, which was just like, <laughs> it was in um, Wadalka. Mm. And um, just like, it had West, like burgers and stuff. Oh, and, perfect. Um, I went there, I sat down and this guy walks in wearing an Akubra, an Australian hat. And he walks in and I'm like, what, like, who's his character? And he sits mm. down and he's like, hey, can you write this email for me in English? Mm. And I was like, he spoke very, like, very good English, yeah. but he was like, can you write it? I want to make sure that it hit, it's mm. really perfect because mm. it's going to, anyway, I, I won't bore you with the whole story because, but um, yeah, it turns out the guy's quite crazy and, and he has quite, like quite, <laughs> yeah, like he has quite good connections. Um, was he, he like a businessman or was yeah, he Yeah, I can't tell you what oh, he did. Ooh, yeah, um, it, it's, Controversy. It's, uh, it's complicated, but he, he was Chinese, obviously, mm -hmm. and um, would only come to China. About once a month, he would fly into China from Europe. Yeah. And um, yeah, really, really cool guy. Ended up saying, he ended up stealing half of my food. Like he was like, I don't want to order. And he's like, I, and I was like sitting there like translating this message for him. And he's like, can I just, my burger arrived? Like, because mm -hmm. I'd ordered. And he's just like, can I have half of it? 
I was like, sure, man. And I was like, I thought he may have been just been a crazy person. And then he's like, I feel bad. I'll take you out. And then we went across the road and he bought like very expensive scotch for me Aww. from a, um, a Korean um, barbecue nice. place. Um, yeah, really weird. But we still like, we don't talk a lot. Mm. But anytime I have like any random question, he's like my go-to. Oh, like, so it's easy to keep him as a mentor. Yeah, we'll just like, <laughs> we'll, he'll sometimes just send me photos of like what he's doing. That's cool. Randomly in Europe because he loves like European culture. Yeah. Keeping yourself updated. Yeah. 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 So So you can find people in pubs. I agree. I also met one at a pub too. Cool. So where I used to work, uh, one of my staff, um, his mother used to come in. Well, the parents used to come in. And so I got to talk to her and then I think we just hit it off. And I had no idea who she was. Okay. And so she's a femtor, obviously. Mm -hmm. Not a womtor. And so after a few more visits, you know, we chat and obviously I think her son must have said some nice things saying, oh yeah, uh, you know, Madam Chen is a pretty cool boss. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I like to hear that. <laughs> and uh, in the end, she we had a drinking session and I got her to drink several shots and then we had <laughs> flaming cocktails, which I don't know if it's allowed <laughs> in Australia. But anyway, um, from there, we just connected and now we're working on a wonderful project together and that's how I've kept my wonderful femtor. Nice. That's that's positive story. From, pubs. from a bar. Pubs. pubs. You, you, yeah. you heard it here. Yeah, first. you meet them in pubs, really. Um, but <laughs> I think really you meet them anywhere. So I met another mm. another guy who um, we're now quite good friends mm. and um, we met just at like a networking event that I was, I was only there with my previous startup. Like I yeah. was just there. To, it was like a, um, just like, some sort of function, right? Yeah. And we just got chatting just randomly and he's like he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna come chat to you one day. He's like, Where's your thing? Like I'll took it down and he's like, I'll send you a text message, like come meet me. Um So we, he offered that to you as opposed to the other. Yeah, way he was like he yeah. was just like he like poached me and um <laughs> that's the right <laughs> word. But um really cool guy. Um quite a lot older than me. Um yeah. but yeah, we hang out and anytime I've got any business question he's like a businessman. Mm. Um yeah, he's my go-to. So he didn't know you. You didn't no, know him. No, not at he all. Just strike... We just like yeah. chatted for like half an hour because because I was just standing around and I couldn't really leave because yeah. I was like I was like working I guess and he was just like <laughs> just hassled and hassled me and um, yeah it helps that he's like we're interested in similar things. But, That's um, right. Yeah, because I think a lot of people usually meet their mentors or find a job through networking events or exactly, through LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's majority the the way things go, right? Yeah, I mean it should be. I don't know if it's necessarily the majority, but I think mm. like for myself and, and I know most um, people who are, you know, always, you know, finding jobs and stuff, they usually find them. It's not like they're always applying on yeah, websites. It's like they're right. always just finding them through people like this. Yeah. Yeah. And usually the, like, the process is like, you know, you go and talk to someone, uh, you'll grab their LinkedIn through the QR code and you drop a nice message the next day and then offer to buy them a coffee for a catch up later on in the week you know, to pick their brain about X, Y, and Z. And I think that's how some people would explain the the starting of a relationship between yeah. a potential mentor and a mentee. And then you kick this up, you know, once a month to see... Whatever the yeah, time is. Yeah. yeah, and see, you know, whatever you want that comes out of it, whether it's a job or whether, you know, you keep them on as a good friend who ends up setting photos of yeah. from Europe or something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've got a story where um, I've met a lifelong mentor, um, not through... LinkedIn or networking events, but from work. From work. Work's good. Work's always good. Yeah, work is the first place. So when I was a graduate uh, in my job, um, I, I had the opportunity to select the rotations that I wanted to do, except for one, which was the first one, because okay. that's usually, I think, how 
rotations yeah, work. Yeah. yeah, and so I knew I wanted to be in the commercial section of this business. And so I, I found uh, him in the annual report and then also through the corporate directory and made the initiative to go downstairs and just introduce myself to the receptionist. Oh, so you just stalked a guy? I just stalked him because I'm like, well, <laughs> you're, you know, you're in this section that I want to work in, which is the business expansion commercial side of things. Sure. And so I think um, the general manager who must have heard me going, oh, fresh graduate. Oh, she's made all her way down here. <laughs> and they didn't even consider having a graduate sure. year, that year. Anyway, so then I got introduced to the guy who I was, you know, looking through the annual report because he's working in the area for Asia commercial expansion. And from there, we hit it off because he used to be a graduate as well for this business. And then he, he, he said, guess what? I'm a white Chinese. I was born in Hong Kong. Really? <laughs> I know. And he is literally albino. He calls himself albino, is so he, I'm allowed to say is that. Is he actually albino or is he just like... He, he's like really translucent and oh, he wow. has like hair lighter than yours. Wow. Yeah, I know. For those who can't see, my hair is quite light. It's quite light, yeah. So, he, so that's how we, you know, connected. And from there, he's just been a lifelong um, mentor now. Met his family, hang out with his family. You know, here and there, we would like, you know, send texts going, hey, you doing? And... Yeah, it's just a lovely relationship. That's cool. That's mm. really cool. It's important to, um, yeah, to stay in contact. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's also important, I think, I think growing up, not growing up, but like in the, the last like, I don't know, five, ten years, I've been involved with a lot of mm. different startups. And um, it's important to like recognize if it's not going anywhere. Mm. I, that's like weird to say. But like if, if, if it's not, if nothing's happening, like, and, and it needs to go two ways yeah. as well, right? And it that's needs right. to be a two-way street. Like I think the best mentors that and femtors that I have had are people that, you know, both parties are getting something out of it. It's not just like you're leeching off someone's mm. like information. It's like you have to bring something to them. To and them as well. The best way to do that, if you if you are looking to find mentors and like, you don't look too hard, you'll, they'll find you. But yeah. um, you need to if if you're finding it difficult to find them, you need to offer something of value. Mm. If that does that. I don't know if you agree. I I sort of agree because um I've heard people where uh, they try to make an impression like not at the LinkedIn sure, event or anything, yeah. where they've actually researched what the mentor or femtor's interests were and then they would take, like, for example, they would learn how to surf in the area where the mentor or femtor yeah, was going to be and then to have that chance meeting to strike a conversation. I mean, that's a lot of effort. That is a lot of effort. But it's not, <laughs> if it works, it works, right? Yeah, but it's a strategy. And then if you do hit it off, then, you know, that's probably the best way on uh, how to yeah. meet a mentor or femtor. And, and, and especially if you're, like, studying, for example, like if you're in university, mm. if you're studying something that they're interested in that's like right if they're a business person and you're also studying business like they're probably not going to be interested in because they they know about it like they yeah. know it all yeah. but if you're studying business and also something really cool like a cool part of it then they might be like oh i really want to learn about that exactly and then you can both learn and I, I guess you know mentors and femtors will probably get a lot of fatigue at all these networking oh, for events sure. you know meeting like hundreds of people people saying the same thing um so you know i think being a little bit unique and different um you know maybe bumping into them there first and then learning how to surf or whatever else cycle <laughs> or whatever it is i think kind of brings out your personality and uniqueness to sure, yeah. strike some sort of connection yeah like i said you both have mm. to get something out of it otherwise why would you spend the time? Yeah. Unfortunately, but that's how it is. People, <laughs> these people are busy, right? They're, they're intelligent right. and they're busy. And occasionally, like in your case, they're slightly Asian-ish. <laughs> Asian-ish, exactly. <laughs> A white Chinese. <laughs> um, and talking about Asians. We are talking about Asian-ish people. Are we talking about some secret Asians now? What's the password? Captain Bagrat. Come in.
Secret Asians, yeah. Or Asian-ish. We're segueing. Oh, yeah. To segue into Secret Asians, Asian-ish. Um, <laughs> so who's your We've, we've covered Asian. this lady before mm-hmm. in episode 13 of like the original season. Before we got Captain an audio Bagrat. facelift. Before we, yeah, before we like swapped to the new format. And um, got a lot of like grants and supporters like City of Sydney and uh, Bright Lend Lease. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Before that, <laughs> yes. we, we did a bunch of episodes and episode 13 we covered... Uh, Melanie Perkins. Ah, uh, Melanie Perkins, CEO, CEO of, Canva. of Canva. So Australian startup, um, which is Canva, yeah, an online graphic and design and publishing tool. Yes. Um, and Terry was... has a massive crush on her over there. Oh, who doesn't? I know. Um, I wish I could be like her too. But recently announced she's Australia's youngest billionaire. Yeah. So there was a recent valuation of their company. They raised uh, $60 million. So it went from the company... Um, went from being worth $3.2 billion to $6 billion overnight, what? like in share price and wow. stuff. Wow. Uh, which makes Melanie the third richest woman in Australia. Amazing. After um, Gina Reinhardt. Gina and the <laughs> co-founder of um, TPG, the telecom. Oh, yep. Uh, Vicky something. Yep. And um, I can't remember her last name. It'll come back to me. But uh, yeah, and also the youngest billionaire in Australia at 32. That is amazing. So if that, isn't, if that isn't goals, like if, if you aren't a, any gender... Mm. And you're not like, oh man, like. And we should rehash that she's half Filipino. She is. Oh, sorry. So yeah. I was getting, I was getting That's around to Asian-ish that. That was the Asianist <laughs> part, right? She's she's half Filipino. Um, really cool. Really like. It's fantastic. Inspirational. Goal. Like, I know. damn, that's what you should be. You, should, you know, Aspire we should be. To. We should be putting up posters of her in high school rooms. Exactly. Everywhere billboards. on your laptop, on your phone. Winston, Winston from 1984 style billboards. <laughs> no, not like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's amazing. I, I love her as well. And look, I even use Canva for our social media. Yeah, I don't the do secret much design, <laughs> but it is good. I have used it. it but really for Captain Bagrat, when we do the secret Asian, Asian-ish, I use their template. Mm. Excellent. So for my uh, secret Asian agent, she's also a female. Good. She's, she's also. Okay. <laughs> she's, cool. I have to give you double clues there. <laughs> I am covering Michelle Yao. Michelle Yao? Does that ring a no, bell? No, not at all. All right. So sorry. Um, <laughs> is she? Is she from? Wait. Is she from a movie? Yeah, she's okay, from yeah, many that, movies. That so she's. Uh, so probably the, the most recent movie would be Crazy Rich Asian. So she played the mother of the rich son. Okay, so you, you haven't, haven't watched that it. yet. Sorry, okay. ma'am. Uh, yet. Cr- Crouching Tiger, <laughs> Hidden see, Dragon. Yeah, you say it as if I will. Come no, on, you would watch Crouching I have seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden yep, Dragon. Well, she's in that as well. And she was the first Asian Bond girl in Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Michelle, yeah. So she's um, uh, half Malaysian Chinese, if that makes sense. So Chinese yep. heritage, but Malaysian. And um, I, I'd say she's probably, uh, in comparison for people who don't know who she is, she's been in the... Um, Cinema, uh, media world in Asia since the very beginning, uh, like back in the 70s. Cool. Yeah, so she's been around just as long as Jackie Chan. And yeah. So she'd be the equivalent of an Asian Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Yeah. That's I guess. She... I haven't seen enough movies to... Yeah, but it makes... Yeah, she's been around for ages. Yeah, so like. I can't think of anybody else who would compare. I mean, in the industry, like, I mean... The, she has like an eternal status because she's still filming and she really? did, she does her own stunts. Well, yeah, she was in she was in mm. um, like you said, Crazy Rich Asians, which exactly. was only recently, right? Yeah, so I think she'll probably years. be kind of like a Nicole Kidman, Julia Roberts, maybe. 
just like infinitely yeah. good looking for the rest of her life and That's in right. movies until, and still talented. Yeah, just somehow like perpetuating. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I I am completely inspired by her and the connection between her and Australia. Do you want to hear about this? Yep. So she won uh, Miss Malaysia pageant in 1983. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's what made her famous from there. And then she won the Queen of the Pacific pageant in Australia. Ah, okay. Queen of Pacific. I've never heard of I've never heard. I think it was the thing back then. And then apparently she was crowned as Miss Mumba in Melbourne. Miss what? Exactly. It's, it's an event <laughs> that is still going in Mumba. M O O M B A in Melbourne. M- Moomba? Moomba? I don't, I, if, that, if you're from Melbourne, yeah. please teach us how to. Please uh, check it out. Um, yeah. Yeah, explain that. I know. And then she did a TV commercial along with um, Jackie Chan, and I think that gave her the kick that she needed to start, you know, uh, in Hong Kong movies. She was also in Police Story, uh, Super Cop. Um, but I guess in the Western world, um, in Hollywood, she was uh, she entered through Tomorrow Never Dies in that Bond movie with Pierce Brosnan. Cool. Good yeah. movie. Oh, I wonderful like the, movie. I like the Bond movies. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that was her. Yeah. And she also starred in Star Trek Discovery, the fantasy series. Yeah, cool. which I haven't watched yet. <laughs> but yet. I'm sure. I'm yet. <laughs> um, but this is one that you probably would be more interested in. Um, hmm. They're currently filming Avatar 2 in New Zealand. Like Avatar, as in Avatar, the, Avatar, the, James Cameron the Avatar, blue, yeah, okay, yeah, the blue no, because there's Avatar: The Last Airbender, which oh. is like a cartoon show. No, no, this is, is like, actual no, 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 people. Avatar, yeah, I know yeah. the, yeah, I remember, I remember. Yeah, so you, she's you in that as well. Be, there's two, there's two, there's yeah. two separate. So this is the non-cartoon, but the sort of virtual. Yeah, but like the, the Avatar, it's like completely separate. Yeah, but it's completely also called different. Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Okay, so, I didn't. I knew there was a second one, hmm. but it's been like okay. They've been filming it because of like COVID as well. They had oh, to stop yeah, filming. Yep. So apparently due date is 17th of December, 2021. So that's when oh, we'll see it. Cool. Yeah. It's an amazing, all these women in the yeah, world. Femtors. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't mind getting both of them as my femtors. Femtors. Yeah, yeah. Look, I wouldn't either. Yeah. So we're reaching out to you guys now. <laughs> Melanie you, and if Michelle. You, if you hear this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Liam and Madam Chem would both love to have you as our femtors. <laughs> Hashtag sponsored post. <laughs> Whatever. Um... <laughs> Whatever it takes, yeah. <laughs> Excellent, Liam. All right, let's call it a wrap, eh? Yeah, that's it. Excellent. Bag right out. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and kooky posts, follow us at Captain Bagrat on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and we do, please support us with likes and shares. If you're really digging Captain Bagrat, it does cost us a bit to produce and we really appreciate donations and in-kind contributions via Patreon or however you like. I mean, we will never say no to be a sponsorship. Your support will bring us one step closer to having our own TV show one day and to live broadcast it from the heart of downtown Chinatown. Solid.